0: Welcome to the Retail Insider video series. I'm your host today, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here with a special guest. This is Martin Moriarty. You're a senior vice president at Marcus and Millichap based in Vancouver. Is that correct, Martin? That is correct. Thanks for having me, Craig. I've got it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Nordstrom. For those uh, listening or watching here now, uh, it's no surprise that uh, Nordstrom has been announced that it's going to be leaving the Canadian market, closing all of its stores, which includes the large full price Nordstrom stores, which there's six in Canada, as well as the seven off price Nordstrom Rock locations. So I wanted to bring Martin in here today to talk a little bit about what can be done with the space. We're going to talk specifically about downtown Vancouver here because Martin, that's your specialty uh you and mario negreth at marcus and millichamp do all kinds of deals lease deals in downtown vancouver around retail now martin let's talk a little bit about that nordstrom box and first let's just talk about uh, nordstrom quickly were you surprised that uh, nordstrom made this announcement that it's pulling of the canadian market yeah
1: i think it was surprising i think um i think it took a lot of people by by you know by shock and and your reporting of it was great so we appreciate that but the uh yeah. I mean, from a, from a local standpoint, we, we, you know, anecdotally we'd been in that store. It always seemed very busy. Um, I, I had heard the sales were very strong. I'd heard at one point it was, it was at least in the top five in, in terms of the chain, uh, nationally and, and, internationally, including the U S so yeah, it was surprising. And I think, you know, you walk through the store often enough and you see enough, uh, you know, you see the bags going around town, you see, uh, the, The uh, concessions busy. It it took us by surprise, but we know that retail is is often does take you by surprise, and retail is obviously national. So I'm not sure if there was more to this than obviously uh, you know a cross Canada issue. Um, But yeah, from Vancouver standpoint, it was surprising. I think the store. Was performing well, and um, we had seen an awful lot of interest in Vancouver in the leasing market over the past six to twelve months. So, yeah, this was a bit of a bit of a different news take for us.
0: Absolutely, I can confirm actually that at various times, I'm not sure about right now, but that Vancouver store was literally the top Nordstrom location in the company. So, okay. and it I can surprise, confirm this because
1: I didn't surprise me. Yeah, like I, I, and that that is the shocking part. I think that the fact that. It must have been a very tough decision to to exit the entirety of the country with such a high performing store as that
0: absolutely the other stores weren't doing as well i know when i th- i found out a few weeks before uh, the announcement was made we kept it quiet because nordstrom is publicly traded and we wanted to make sure we had all of our information correct but uh, the very first question i asked was including the vancouver store because i i was i was blown away by that i mean i knew that the other ones weren't doing as well but anyways vancouver was a superstar The store is close to Seattle. Vancouverites for decades have had an affinity with Nordstrom being that the headquarters are in Seattle, and the flagship store there is also located in downtown Seattle. The store opened in 2015 in downtown Vancouver. It's beautiful. It's full of designer brands, including some pretty big luxury brands, and it's very, very busy. A friend of mine who's a very well-known retail person, I don't have her permission to say who she is, but she was there yesterday and was texting me saying it felt like Christmas. There were so many people in that store, and it was so busy, and people were shopping.
1: Yeah, and it's it's sad. It's very sad news. It's sad for Canada. I mean, obviously, we'll dig in on the Vancouver aspect of that, but to lose such a great retailer, and granted, I had only been in a couple of the locations across Canada, but Vancouver was, it looked nice. It seemed busy,
0: and yeah, it's, it's sad to lose it. Now, that's a big box. The, the So, that building was built in the 1970s for Eaton's, and I believe it was, a, ah, I'm trying to remember now, it was closer to 800,000 square feet, I think it was, but now it's been downsized. Uh, specifically, it was became a Sears store for a while. Uh, when Nordstrom came in, it took the bottom uh, three retail levels. Uh, the basement was actually converted back into mall space. So we've got this 230,000 or so square foot box that's sitting there. It might be a little bit less. I know that's the, nor- the number that Nordstrom gave us formally. It's got three corners. You've got Robson Street. You've got Granville Street. You've got a little bit of frontage there also on uh, West Georgia Street. Now let's talk a little bit about, what could be done with this Nordstrom store? Because I see some incredible opportunities, and I'm sure you do as well, as someone who is very heavily involved with retail leasing in downtown Vancouver.
1: Totally. It's, uh, as much as it's a sad story, and it really is, you know, we'll we'll miss Nordstrom in downtown Vancouver. um, It's your typical Vancouver story of we struggle to create space. And in my 11 years here, I think it's probably been the most prohibitive issue that we encounter with global retailers, which is, hey, we want to be in Vancouver, but we want X amount of square footage. We have to work really hard to try and create that. We had this with, with Muji. Uh, we've had this with a couple more retailers who are making announcements soon that I can't actually talk about, but, and I'm sure you'll be reporting about those soon, Craig, but the uh, <laughs> the, the reality is it's just tight. We're geographically constrained and um, such is the land value, that it's it's hard to create these these retail uh, plazas and malls and and spaces. So I think that as sad as it is, we're left with this incredible opportunity, and it's really a once-in-a-generation opportunity for for the ownership and you know Kellogg Fairview, incredible landlord, incredible owner operator. They understand you know retail better than pr- probably anyone else in Canada. They're going to have a great um, a, a great opportunity for them to to re merchandise and essentially restart this space and and this could be there's so many options the mind races it could be one large scale user which i think is probably unlikely if i'm honest mm-hmm. to. i think that um you know for for the reasons of nordstrom and sears departing it probably makes more sense to break it up um but then it's it's how do you break it up and you know there are options you could look at the big boxes coming in and taking spaces like we all know there are large scale I'll be careful not to say any brands, but there are large-scale home furnishing companies. There are large-scale grocery, grocery food hall um, you know, users that have been actively looking in the marketplace, as well as many big-scale retailers. Um, you know, When we did Moochie, it took us a long time to find 18,000 square feet. But that, that chunk of space that, oh, we need 30,000, 50,000, 70,000, where else do you find it other than here so they're going to be able to come up with a great program I'm sure and um and you know whether it's breaking it box by box piece by piece creating the frontage onto Robson, Granville, Howell, and Georgia um I think it's really exciting um there's also the prospect of maybe the mall is expanded in some capacity um you know maybe there's a there's a way to extend the ground floor presence of the mall such that it's kind of conducive to what Pacific Center is and Pacific Center has been a incredibly strong performer over a very long period of time so it wouldn't be surprising if that was the case but um yeah i'm excited i i think that this again i don't want to discount that it's a sad story but in vancouver we are constrained and i think we're under retailed and i think this gives us the uh the space that we kind of needed.
0: No, it makes perfect sense and uh, I mean there could be an animation along Granville Street and actually speaking of Granville Street, let's talk about that quickly because Granville Street seeing a resurgence in Vancouver, we're seeing some new retailers coming in, we're seeing some new to redevelopment proposals, we're even seeing competitor Hudson's Bay going to be redeveloping its building to include an office building on the top as well as this kind of new concept Hudson's Bay store that they're saying that they're going to build there. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're seeing around uh, Granville Street, its resurgence and retail leasing in that area? Yeah,
1: I think gravel. You know, gravel's been going through uh, a transitionary period, and you know, gravel runs a long way. So we're talking about just gravel, gravel downtown right now. But if you're taking the 400 to the 800, 900 block, um, the Bonis family who we work for, they've done some incredible projects on the street. We've seen some great office tenancies turn up there, and I think the mall obviously helps. um, But the retail on the street, yeah, has has traditionally done very well. I think during COVID, it was probably impacted more than other streets, just for the fact that it was, you know, really centrally driven. And, you know, some of the office tenancies, obviously, the the occupancy in the office when, you know, decreased over that period in time. But as a whole, uh, we like what we see, we have a lot of interest. Uh, The vacancy we do have is self-created, it's either there for to allow for renovation or to allow for relocation or to allow for redevelopment. But yeah, there's going to be it, it, it's an incredible um, it's an incredible area for development in downtown Vancouver because you can't really pick uh, a more arterial street north to, north to south and i think that with the right strategies in place and with the support of the city of Vancouver which is very important with a, a new change in regime it, it can it can fly.
0: Oh, that's terrific. That's terrific. Now, I mean, I know that not all the office workers have returned to downtown Vancouver, but uh, we're hearing that uh, retail leasing has been very, very strong, I think, throughout the downtown core, which could include Robson Street. Uh, We actually went on a tour, you and I, a while ago, and we're looking around and, uh, uh, you know, you were very excited to tell me about all kinds of deals. We won't talk. I mean, I don't know all the details anyways, because some are confidential and you're good with confidentiality, of course, but uh, just (laughs) as a general conversation. Uh, things are happening on Robson Street we've got Alberni Street which is something of a luxury street we've seen some retail like a store called Bash which is going to be or maybe it's already open I'm not sure on West Georgia Street but uh, there's there's still retail movement happening there Louis Vuitton is going to be expanding a bit and renovating as well and actually there was just an announcement I believe that the Hotel Vancouver is going to be well adding a 12-story office building and I noticed that there's going to be a 5,000 square foot retail space there uh, on uh, Burrard Street where there's some other luxury stores nearby
1: 100 percent I I think in the past I would say six to twelve months. We've been blown away by the retail interest, um, and I think if 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 I if I bring it all back, it's it's across the board. So we've had periods in time where we've had very strong interest in the luxury nodes, or the discounters, all the mainstream. Right now in Vancouver, and I say this sincerely, not just the broker nonsense that you hear from day to day and day out. It's very very busy. Um, Mary and I don't sleep too much because our phones are being blown up across. The planet normally by Europe in the morning and Asia in the evening, but the, the reality is I think Vancouver performed incredibly well during COVID. I think people took notice of that. And as a downtown core, yeah, it's across the board. Albany Street, Robson Street, Granville Street, and then you you go further afield. Places like West Fourth are, are absolutely flying. So um, Mary and I went to New York in uh, late last year um, for a number of meetings, and we. In my experience, in fifteen years, and in his grandiose experience, in I, I think thirty years, but I'll be careful. Let's say, because I don't want to age him, and he looks so good. Uh, we came to the conclusion that it was the most positive we've seen the marketplace in our collective forty-five years. So, and I say that sincerely in the sense of our vacancy rate is very low. Um, where there is vacancy, sometimes it's there for a reason, and where there is vacancy, sometimes those are deals that are just they take a long time. So. As a whole, the story is really good. and That's kind of why I make the point of Nordstrom took us by a bit of a surprise because everything to that point was very positive. And again, we're taking this announcement into a positive sphere, but the news itself, hey, any retailer closing that amount of square footage across Canada, it has to be seen as negative. year. But um, here in Vancouver, yeah, weirdly, I think we'll end up uh, with a very strong value proposition for the space.
0: And in the case of Vancouver, and I think that we've sort of described that already, this was not the fault of Vancouver that this Nordstrom store is closing. Nordstrom made this decision. It's a national decision. And it just happens that actually the Vancouver store was doing really, really, really well. So that's where I think the real shock came in, especially to those in Vancouver that may not have known what was going on in the rest of the country, realizing that they had this incredible Nordstrom store, which at various times throughout its history since 2015 has been the number one Nordstrom store in the entire company. And I mean that full stop.
1: And it, that, that's, that's a really important point because so if you go into an auction store, you see the concessions. Quite frankly, you could just go through there today and go and see those concessions and go, OK, they'll need a store. They'll need a store. They'll need a store. You know, I think that there is very much the demand is going to be there. And it's a case of just, you know, computing the right solution to that issue. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if some of those retailers choose to then Try and land on Albany Street, but again, the space is very tight. Try and land on Robson Street, again, very, very tight. With the entire system, My 11 12 years here. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to have to come up with elegant solutions to ensure that we can rehouse some of those brands. Because to your point, the store's been performing incredibly well. And we need to, we need to rehome those tenancies and those concessions and those brands that have obviously been well-received in Vancouver.
0: Oh, absolutely. Let's get back, uh, or let's talk a little bit about Nordstrom Rack in terms of, uh, and this will be a fairly, I think, quick discussion. It's it's not necessarily an area that you're doing as much work, but in British Columbia, I think there's just one Nordstrom Rack store. It's located in Langley at, uh, uh is the shops at Willowbrook, or is it Willowbrook Mall? Uh, I get the name right. Quadreal owns it. Uh, lovely shopping center, is a great landlord, by the way, but that store is about, I'm going to say 35,000 square feet. I haven't looked at the exact square footage, but that's generally what they're running at. What do you see for a box like that in the suburbs? Do you have any insight into what could be done with one of those besides putting in a single tenant, maybe like winners? I,
1: I have to be honest with you that, that my expertise does not lie in Langley. We have done some transactions out there, but but by no means an expert. I will say that there has been incredible population growth out there, and the consumers that are out there do seem to do well. So. I doubt Quadreal with their, you know, their their experience and quite frankly their roster of tenancies that they have in place across Canada. I'm sure the vacancy rate was pretty low there. And as much as Northern Rack was a big draw, I think they have enough tenancies that they'll be able to sustain and certainly be able to add to that mix. So um, yeah, not not one that I would too closely monitor or provide comment on, but the, the short story is I think that they'll keep calm, carry on, and re-tenant without
0: an issue. Oh, I feel the same way. Just having a look at those around the country, there's anything from boutique grocers to winners to, well, Sporting Life just announced a new concept we've got in Retail Insider called uh, Team Town Sports. They're about the same size. I was on a 630 Chad radio show recently, and I you know, broke that news as well, saying this could be another tenant. So there's going to be far more options. But the larger Nordstrom boxes, which again, Vancouver is actually the largest one in the country at 230,000 square feet that's gonna take much more of a creative uh, solution in order to re-tenant that. Uh, in the case of Vancouver, I look at that also as being the best and most valuable, I think of all the Nordstrom stores in terms of being able to do that. It's also got, I think the most flexibility given that it's almost an entire city block that has three corners. I I, I look at that as an like incredible opportunity for redevelopment in downtown Vancouver into something that could be incredibly exciting and, and potentially world-class.
1: I totally agree. I think that um, there was a comment be careful what I say, but there was a comment that the old Sears was described as the the urinal of Vancouver. So I'm sure yeah, we can comment. So uh, it was a bit hard and, and, a, and a tough shell in the middle of this kind of, you know, beautiful downtown peninsula. And I think the Nordstrom obviously opened that up and it looked great, but I think the opportunity is there to open it up even more so. It's so central, it's right in the middle of everything. So, you know, between Pacific center and Robson street, there is this run that hasn't really had the continuation or the um, the contiguous flow of retail that maybe it should. And this gives a great opportunity to fix that. So overall, Vancouver's performed really well. Um, so I don't think there's that much concern, but there really is this chance to get it really right. And again, I'm, I'm grateful that Cadillac Fairview is is going to be there because they obviously, you know, they're experts in this. So I'm sure they would have had a plan no matter what,
0: and I'm sure they'll execute that really well. We'll be waiting to see what happens, and of course, on Retail Insider, we'll be reporting it. Anything else you want to add, Martin, before we wrap up here today?
1: Uh, you just look great, Craig. So if you could try not to look so good next time. And uh, I did just move into a new office, hence why I,
0: I don't have this lovely backdrop like you. Ah, and mine's actually even real. It's it's uh, there's real stuff on the back walls. <laughs> so, I want well, thank the shoes. you. Shoes. Can I have the shoes? Ah, uh, you can uh, you can borrow them if you want. <laughs> sure, I'll
1: borrow next time. <laughs> size
0: nine. I don't want size your feet are forty two or forty three, whatever that is in the European size. Who is it? <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Martin Moriarty. He's a senior vice president at Marcus and Millichamp in Vancouver, a retail expert. Uh, he and Mario Negris team there have done lots of retail leasing in the downtown core. Martin, we have to have you back on the segment. We need to talk about West Forth. We need to talk about some other retail things that are happening in Vancouver. I'd love to have you back on, please do.
1: 100%, I'd love to.
0: There's lots to, uh, lots to tell you about, but all in due course. Excellent. Thank you so much. And thank you so much everyone here for watching or listening today. I'm Craig Patterson. I'm the founder, publisher and CEO of Retail Insider Media. And this is a Retail Insider video interview. We'll be having lots more of these. Thank you so much. Take care and bye for now.